1: Hello and welcome back to the UF podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham
0: and I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening? What's going down?
1: What's going down with me? I'm in the the crux of of the final months of wedding planning. Um, I've already spoken about um, my braces and all my other beauty treatments
0: we're all going along with this. Ju- We're on this journey with you, Jordana. We are all exactly enjoying the ride. It's it's is it stressful? Are you are you feel like what's the most stressful part? Other than the it's
1: stressful and it's not stress. It's like you know what I mean. Like whenever you get too stressed, you're like, okay, this is like a nice. It's like planning my wedding. Stress is like a nice stress yeah. to have, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's like a lot of like little annoying things, like just little things that don't go the way you want or someone who's like not responsive in the way that you want. Mm. And then um, and you're paying a lot of money. So that's really what gets like frustrating because like
0: that hovers over it. The there's a dollar amount on this whole thing. I would also imagine you have a list that just never ends. Like I have a list in front of me when I wake up, I make a list of things I have to do. I cross things off. I get to the end of the list a lot of days and I'm like, oh, that felt good. With a wedding right. list, there's just things that just never get ticked off until you get to the day, right?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of that stuff. You don't. It's also just like all the things that you could buy to add to the experience. It's kind of like it's very tough to know if they're like worth the money. Do you know what I mean? What's wor- what
0: what will I walk away being like? Thank God I did that, and then the other things right. being like fuck why did we do that
1: right no one cared about that like why yeah right right. yeah so it's a lot of like weighing that it's everything is just like a weight of the of like is this worth it would anyone care but like maybe they would i would do so there's no way to know unless you do it yeah so it's kind of like you get (laughs) you get sucked in it's very um it's sort of like a mental head game but first world problem it's a nice thing to have i have a planner so that is helpful fantastic yeah it's all good what about you and i'm very excited also for our live show which right now as we speak is on regular sale if there's any tickets left yes free sales over it's open to everyone (laughs) you all may
0: come um listen uh, we're so excited the live the live show is december 8th um these are if you're Thinking well, I got some friends. They don't listen to the show. This is a show for everyone, whether they listen or not. It is a production. We bring people on stage. We're playing Red Flag Deal Breaker. Where I, I actually met someone. I'm in Vegas right now. I'm doing shows in Vegas, um, which is yeah. I put on my Vegas
1: for a week, right?
0: Vegas for a week. I am. I, I, I put on my showgirl outfit every night and go dancing. <laughs> And, um, you know, I, I was speaking to someone at the show last night. They were like, they were talking about, like, they were like, it was so much fun. They were like, the red flag deal breaker, you know, the, 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 the dating app makeovers. Like, they remembered the whole show. Like, and it was so cool to hear how enjoyable it was for them. So, people, get those tickets, get the group chat together, let them know we're talking dating in a fun, you know, you know relatable way and it, it really feels like by the end we're all holding hands and singing kumbaya
1: exactly and this isn't the kind of show where you go and we're just up there like recording like we are now just like regular yeah. thing just live we have segments we have audience interaction we get you on stage we have pre planned right. things it's a very highly produced show
0: it's like blue man group um we're gonna <laughs> We're going to splash you with water and then by the end of it, you'll have a boyfriend. So go to betches.co slash you up live 21 to get your tickets. That's betches.co slash you up live 21. Get those tickets, get involved.
1: And also not to make you spend any more money, but if you have not checked out you up with benefits, definitely check it out. I got some amazing messages about the episode. That i just put up which i was very nervous about putting out there it just like felt weird but i got really nice dms and the people who listened really really appreciated it so that was great
0: so the 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 most recent episode um we dig dig into um jordana's feeling of the one and whether that exists or not and it is interesting how you know you say nervous like Both of us get extremely nervous about doing these episodes. It like we start we start taping you up the regular episodes. We're like, yeah, yeah. Three, two, one. Here we go. What's going on? How are you? We get to you up with benefits taping and we're like, we we got notes in front of us. We're like, oh, my God, (laughs) I don't know if I should be saying these things. So everyone, if you're on um, if you're on. If Spotify, you just look up you up with benefits and you can sign up there or Apple podcast. It's right there. It just says subscribe and you can for three bucks a month, two extra episodes a month and no ads and you get it a day early. So and the feedback to you up with benefits like I can't believe how much people people love it like they're really because it's it's like yeah. this show, but different.
1: It's like the show. It's a little bit more intimate. I never really promote them on my personal Instagram because I'm kind mm-hmm. of that's how intimate it is. I'm like, yeah. I don't, you know, however many followers we have, I don't really want them to like. <laughs> I want only the true, the true fans who are like looking for it to find it. I feel like uncomfortable. Well, um, that's how intimate it is.
0: Yeah, you want the OKPs, okay original key players. You want people who are exactly. into what we do. So, um, yeah, that's what's going on. Do we have anything else? I, I got, I got live shows. I'm do. I mean, I'm obviously oh. in Vegas now. Um, other than the December eighth you up live i'm coming to austin texas this weekend so oh, wow austin people the the first and second of october
1: mike is going on his bachelor party this weekend so he will oh, be there a week okay. earlier than you otherwise would have been a great event
0: yeah what if i showed up who's this guy well that's uh jordana's uh podcast co host <laughs>
1: All right, don't underestimate yourself all of mike's (laughs) friends know who you are oh okay (laughs) (laughs) who's this guy why is he here (laughs) no they're all huge fans and speaking of huge fans mike and i got a chance to come out to see your gotham show and as you're promoting your shows let me tell the audience firsthand experience this was the best show i've seen in years oh thank you so so funny we both just laughed the entire time it was like hysterical hysterical show Jared has perfected his craft (laughs) honestly way
0: too much this is no. seriously
1: if you haven't seen Jared if you're on the fence if you're like yeah he's good at podcasts but will I care about him doing stand-up sure this is the endorsement of someone who doesn't endorse things and usually doesn't even like things that's true it's funny (laughs) it's a great great show
0: (laughs) thank you and yeah and I uh, it really does it's it's so nice people come out like what you're saying is true people come to these stand-up shows and they're like they just know the podcast or they just know I yell at the bachelor or whatever it is. And then I'm like, you know, I go up there and talk about everything that's kind of going on in in my life and a lot of the people in the crowd's life. Like it's uh, it's very nice. It feels good. And thank you. I'm ha- it was great to see you and Mike and you guys came out and so many fans came out like it was just so great. Like, um, yeah, what a fun weekend in New York.
1: There's nothing like going to your shows because I get recognized and then I feel like it's like the best of all worlds because I don't have to do any work, but I feel like all the glory of, you know, being there. Is that Jordana sitting there having a vodka soda?
0: Yeah, I feel so cool. It's great. Oh, so thank you. Let's start the show. uh,
1: Let's get into it. Okay. so the first question is how much information is too much information in a breakup? I love this question. I think everyone has. Thought about this, or dealt with it, or wondered how much information they want in a breakup. Yeah,
0: I, I, I kind of like have this feeling in a breakup. Before we get into the, into the email, I always think, and I would like to hear what you think, is like the, the too much information is when you try to teach someone. Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't know. Well, like, we're all adults. Like. The idea—if you're trying to teach someone, then you should have then you should have worked on it with them. Do you know what I mean?
1: Right. I see what you're like when you're right. I think there's a difference between being asked for information and giving Mm. it, or volunteering information because you think you're like better than the other person.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, if you're asked, but you have to like if you're being asked, you have to like also say. And I've been in this position where you have to also say. This isn't something I'm willing to fix.
1: Right. It's not right. You can, you have to preface it with like, I'm not looking for you to do this, but this is why it didn't work for me.
0: Yes. And that's really hard because the minute they're asking is the minute they're trying to ask to work on it with you. And that's really difficult. totally.
1: Yeah. I mean, unless it's like it's the here's a, there's a difference between like, OK, I didn't want to go on a third date. Do mm. I give you a reason or like or. I would like a divorce yeah, or, um, you know, a breakup. Like how much do you owe someone in terms of like the reason behind that? How much does it help them to have that information? I think it' re- there's a lot of different factors at play about like what exactly you should tell someone in a breakup. Like where is the line between like mean and like yeah. helpful, constructive information for the other person?
0: Yeah, it's really difficult. And it also, like, just like you're saying, like, the context matters so much. Like, this is why we read the emails. It's like, the, we need a story because if it's three dates in, it's different than a divorce. Like, that's like a very, you know, there's so many, there's, there's a thousand flavors of a breakup.
1: Totally. Such, a fun, fun, uh, such a fun cake. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hello, J and J. After finding this podcast and listening to every recording on my evening walks during our many lockdowns over here in, okay, Edinburgh. I think that's how you say it. Scotland. I think
0: that we are international. I think that's how you say it, but I'm sure we'll get DMs saying that's not. But
1: I, I've been there, so I should know. The but Royal I, Mile. A... Yeah. Yeah. Edinburgh. yeah, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> apologies the, to, the, to they, the uh the nation of um of scotland
0: thanks for writing yes. in we're gonna make fun of how you say the name of your town okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay but I, I love it uh i think there are no better people to answer a dating query that i have i eagerly await your words of wisdom
0: query there's, this is so international
1: i know there's so many words in here that i don't know how to pronounce it's making me very insecure. Okay. <laughs> Here's my question. How much information is too much information to give someone when you end things with them context? I've been seeing a guy I met on on a dating app since July. We have gone on one to two dates per week, and these dates have generally resulted in us spending the majority of the day together eight to ten hours. My God. Yeah, it's also like interesting that she's like counting. Um, He is a really wonderful person. He is kind and funny. Our conversations flow super easily and we share a lot of the same interests and values. I'm very attracted to him and we have great physical chemistry. However, I am considering ending things with him. Why, you might ask. Because he brings up his ex-girlfriend a lot. He ended a long-term six-year relationship in February of 2021. And he mentions his ex at least one to two times per day. For context, he is 29. So much of his 20s was spent with this person. At first, I was willing to label this as a red flag and move forward with caution. But the more it has happened, the more it has transformed into a deal breaker for me. So back to my question, when I end things with him, as I plan to do, do I tell him that this is genuinely the singular reason I am no longer interested in pursuing things, or is that a cruel thing to do? Part of me thinks that the reason doesn't matter, that if I'm ending things with him, I should say goodbye and leave it at, at that since he, unless he demands specifics. But another part of me thinks it might benefit him to know that he might want to stop bringing up his ex-girlfriend so much on dates with others and potentially address why he thinks about her so much, a.k.a. that he probably still has feelings there. And perhaps a tangent question. Would this be a deal breaker for either of you? If everything else was genuinely going well with someone you were dating, would you address this red flag in another way? Any advice you have on this would be great. Thanks so much for making all of our dating lives better. Signed, conflicted in Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> I, <sighs>
0: um, I truly do I can't believe this is the only issue.
1: That's what I was thinking. Cause like if that, if everything else was perfect in a red flag or deal breaker situation, yeah, wouldn't you just say to them like before ending it, if it was so great, wouldn't you say to them, seem to talk about your ex a lot. It makes me a little uncomfortable. Like, can you, yeah. can me like unpack that? <laughs> it's
0: also, yeah. Right. It's like, also they met in July, gone on one to two dates per week that were eight to 10 hours each which is like okay do we have jobs and then (laughs) and then right and then you're you don't feel comfortable saying that by this point like and you're saying everything else is great but they bring up their ex a lot like i listen you're allowed to be turned off at whatever turns you off but to me if it's weird to just be like uh, see the one thing and be like gotta go you know ta-ta, you know, like, it doesn't... Right. Why not... Why? So I think this person, like you're saying, like, you either bring it up and be like, hey, can we talk about your ex? It, it comes up so much, and it makes me feel a little bit, like, uh, a little bit off. I think right. that's it's okay like to say.
1: Like, I'm dating someone who's not over someone else. Like, that's yeah. how it makes me feel.
0: And, and but to, like, just... The fact that they're like, should I tell them? That means you've never said to them before. That's the thing. Like, I think if you've said things before, then you can tell them.
1: Right. Because I would be like, honestly, like if someone broke up with me for doing that, I'd be like, well, I had no idea that I didn't even think about the fact that I was doing that or it didn't even like um, I didn't know that it bothered you at all. Like if someone and you could give any example for like anything that someone does, it's like. I don't know it bothers me that you, you know, and I'm just upset that you never sleep over my apartment. Sure. It's like, but if someone broke up with me for that, I'd be like, why didn't you tell me? Like I could, I could just do it. Like I could, (laughs) or give me, or give me a chance to decide if I want to do it.
0: Totally. It's to me, it's different. If this person was like, and listen, I've, I've talked about if this person was just like, Hey, I just, we spend twice a week together, eight to 10 hours they're great, they're attractive, I'm just not there, and I feel I should be more there. That's an unexplainable feeling that I can understand ending a relationship for. Like, I could totally get being like, I just don't know what it is, it's just not there for me, even though they're a great person. But when you say, this is the singular reason we're breaking up, is that they're bringing up their ex, you can, that to me is like... Let's let's talk about it. Let's talk this out. Let's see if, if you're better after I bring this up. Or let's see if you are still hung up on an ex. Are you talking to your ex? Are you messaging them? Are you... Like, I would have more questions.
1: Right. She seems to be, like, cutting her losses a little too soon here, assuming that's the only issue. So, to change the question, which isn't the question, sure. let's say... Let's say she was dating someone for... I don't know, six months a year. Mm-hmm. And she realized, you know, she they have a great time, whatever. She's not into them. She just doesn't want to marry them, let's say, or she doesn't see a long-term thing with them. And then they're like, she's like, okay, I want to break up with them. Um, and maybe there's some reasons why she thinks that they're he's not the one for her. Maybe they have like, she thinks they have some different values or she doesn't like the way that he's not ambitious and throwing out, like, obviously I'm just making up reasons here let's say she doesn't think he's ambitious enough for her okay um and then she decides to break up with him and then he says why are you ending it with me he asks her why should she tell him it's because you're just not ambitious enough for me um or maybe she's been pushing him to get you know to get a raise at work or to try to get another job or do whatever it is
0: See, I think that's the the messaging you could give. Like, hey, we've had like things where I've pushed you. Like, I think if you're gonna tell someone, it has to relate to thing conversations you've had about it. If in the past, if, okay. in the past, if if it's just you're not ambitious enough, that's kind of like I I don't. That's so vague that they can always go, well, I'll be more ambitious, or right. you know, or that's who they are. Like there's a thing mm-hmm. where it's like sometimes people are who they are. And I I actually think relating back to this email, this is a this is someone who isn't even getting to know this person. Like if you're right. saying this is the first time you're mentioning that you don't like that they bring up their ex, then you didn't even get to know who they were enough to not like them.
1: Right. Maybe it's almost like an intimacy issue on this person's part. Like instead of like getting, instead of going to that next level of a relationship and asking questions to become, to get more intimate with them, they're sort of saying like, I see one thing that feels like off to me, so I'm out, feels a little avoidant to me.
0: Yeah, it feels like they don't want to have fights. You can have arguments, you can have fights. Sometimes those communicate things better than not fighting. And when you avoid a topic because you're afraid of hearing the answer, you're just avoiding communication. You're avoiding an argument. So, like in this case, where you go, "Hey, I'm really like in in the ambitious argue in the ambitious version that you're bringing up, and also the 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 girlfriend version or the ex girlfriend. You're basically like, "Hey, uh, like like what is the thing bothering you about this? Like, hey, I feel upset when you bring up your ex. Are you guys still talking? Is this a person a big part of your life? Is it because you have no other stories because you spent your adult life with this person? I want you to bring them up, but I want to feel more comfortable about you bringing them up. That's you kind of hashing it out and maybe having an uncomfortable conversation that gets you to know that person. So it's like the <laughs> ambitious thing. If someone was like if, – if I was to end something because they're not ambitious, did I even say to them – Hey, are you are you looking for jobs? What's going on? You you hate you say you hate work every week, right? And at the end of the week, you don't seem to care anymore. Mondays you hate your job. Fridays you're going out and getting drunk. Which is it?
1: Right. And I think that for that kind of thing, it's kind of like you said. Some people just have those. And I it's totally fine to say I don't want to be like I don't want to be the person who's like convincing this person not to talk about their ex. I don't want to be the person who's like trying to like constantly convince you to get another job and like maybe that's who you are and that's okay and like Mm. i guess in that scenario of like this is just the these are just the qualities of this person maybe someone else won't mind them as much or even like them um but it's not me like where i guess is the line between let me tell you how i feel and try to like i guess kind of what you're saying like if you if you lay the groundwork for like Showing someone that you don't like a certain quality of theirs, I guess seeing how long it would take them to change it. Is that what you're kind of saying? Or giving them the chance to change it?
0: Well, if you're going to give them the chance to change it, you can't be vague. It's got to be, hey, it's annoying when you complain about work every day. You know? (laughs) And you do nothing about it. Like, I don't want to hear that anymore. You could say that to someone you love. Like, you could say that to someone you care about. Like, and... If it keeps happening, you can also say to someone, hey, uh, this isn't the match because I just really, I'm not feeling it right now. And they go, right. why? And you go, well, every week, I, you know, I just want to be with someone who wants to work on themselves and doesn't want to just complain. Like that can be part of your answer. Yeah. It, it, it improves your answer. You know what I mean?
1: Right, because you've laid the foundation of like, you know, of setting you've set yourself up to do this breakup. Yeah. You played the groundwork. Totally. And it's like, I, I don't think people,
0: you're not getting to know someone to break up with them, but like, if you're not bringing something up, you're not really getting to know them, you know? Like
1: Right. Or seeing if they're a match for you. Every conversation like that is seeing if they are or could be a match for you. I was I was on
0: stage last night, and I was trying to do a bit about like, you can never scare a guy away. And this woman in the crowd, she was like, and I'm in Vegas, so it's like, it's like there's been some people that have come out from like our world. Like, you know, there's been some fans that have come out, which is great. But there's also like some like there's also people like here from like outside of, you know, of Des Moines, you know, like <laughs> right. someone, someone DM me that I use Des Moines all the time as my nowhere town and they were offended. I'm using it again. I just like saying. I mean,
1: Des what's a better town than that? No offense. I, I don't I guess know. Here's the thing. It's the most. But it's also known, so it's not going to. It's yes. not so obscure that no one's going to be like, "I have no idea what town you're talking about." Yeah. Like people know it enough that they know they can picture it in their heads, but not but not so much that they don't know that it is kind of feels like middle of nowhere. Totally. Like I, I could say Omaha. Some woman from Omaha right.
0: is is sitting in the front, and she goes, she goes, "I could scare them away." Like turns into this like okay. hilarious audience member, and I go, "Well, what would be?" what would what do you think would scare a guy away she goes i'm too confident and i go i go like she screamed at me i go well i go wouldn't you agree that for everyone you're too confident for there's another person out there that you're the right amount of confident for like there there's a lot of men looking for confident women and maybe you're a better match for someone else she goes they're lying and it's like okay well i <laughs> I can't really. Right. Help you. Then where
1: can yeah. we
0: go here? Yeah. We can't go anywhere here, but it's it's to that point where it's like when you get vague like that, when you just give it one label, like where you go ex-girlfriend, no. Says it too much. It's like, well, what about that? Made you right. feel a certain way. That's when you get into real topics.
1: Yeah, I think to dismiss those things off the bat is like um kind of like avoiding intimacy. Totally. So Maybe look within yourself. (laughs) You know, I love Skims underwear, but now that their bra line is out, it's all I ever want to wear. Hands down, the no-show balconette bra from Skims is the sexiest bra I own. It provides support, but keeps my natural shape and it's invisible under clothing. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows.
0: You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not be saving while doing it? Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because our members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, and more. You know I love to find the best deals. You know I'm a deal searcher. You know I like deals. Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. You know I love points. Get in on the game. Start all your shopping at racketton.com or get the Racketton app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending your awkward sex stories. We love these. Hello, j and I'm hoping my embarrassing awkward sex story will make you laugh. This way, at least something good will have come from it. Here we go. Over quarantine, I somehow matched with a guy from my hometown. We were no longer living in that town. Although I didn't remember him, he remembered me, and it was definitely flattering to hear stories about a crush he had on me in high school. I realized we had mutual friends, and I felt an instant bond. After a few chats, I invited him over for dinner, and, of cor- and over the course of six hours, we chatted, laughed, and drank lots of wine. When we, uh, we were eating throughout the night, so I didn't ever truly feel intoxicated, but I was definitely tipsy. At one point, he, we moved to my bedroom, and we agreed to not have sex until we knew each other better. I was still feeling pretty horny, so I thought I'd go down on him. Midway through, I must have hit my gag reflex wrong, very wrong. I felt myself gagging, but I thought I was a pro and could just take a little pause, swallow what I needed to, and get back to work. A true pro. <laughs> like this. Oh my God. <laughs> nope. Incorrect. Outgushed all the red wine I drank. Luckily, I managed to get it mostly on me. So there was minimal impact to sheets, him, etc., but there was evidence something
1: had happened.
0: I think that makes it worse. Like you're like, don't get it on him, so you just puke all over yourself.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. She should have just <laughs> owned it. Just done it all over. Yeah, yeah
0: just get him in. Get, let's all take a bath. I ran to the bathroom, jumped into the shower. Poor guy had no idea what happened and began calling out, his, asking if I was okay. At some point, he turned on the light and saw the wine stains. He did not hide his revulsion, asked if I puked on him, and actually said I would never hear from him again. Oh, my God. What an asshole. This guy's a dick. I had been embarrassed, but that comment made me more angry than anything. Yeah, we're angry, too. Um, yeah. I, to- I told him that comment was rude as fuck, and he was partly to blame in the scenario. It's your big cock. Come <laughs> <Like, laughs> <laughs> with a warning. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you gotta. You t- <laughs> should say. It should say the inches on the side of it. I tried to laugh. I uh, laugh it off a bit and asked if it was uh, if he was at all flattered that his dick made someone gag up all the wine she drank that night. See, she's trying to be cool.
1: Yeah, she's being like nice.
0: And just when I thought uh, the night couldn't get more awkward, he turned to me and says, nah, this is because you were drunk. I'm self-aware. I know my dick is too small to be the cause.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Feels like she might have made that part up to fuck with him, but I I like that. I mean, that's insane. Right. That's an insane. Ah, no, I know my dick. That ain't choking dick.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's no one. Never, this would never happen.
0: Yeah. I was shocked. Who even says that? Needless to say, uh, as all this was happening, all I kept thinking was, can't wait to write to J&J and tell them about this. Interested in your take on the red flag deal breaker of this, of all this as well. What do you think? I don't like this
1: guy. So rude. No,
0: I don't. I don't either. Like, listen, sex is messy. Sex is awkward. Sex, especially with someone new, you're trying to figure each other out. Like, for someone to not have empathy for an embarrassing thing that could happen, which is this is the you know sex is where you're the most vulnerable you're naked and totally
1: and like she was going down on him like yeah get it in like (laughs) who's he to complain about anything one also like they were drinking together she said they were there for like six hours drinking it's not like she like came over wasted and just threw up all over him
0: totally and it's like the idea that he's self-aware she's not well if you're so self-aware and she was so drunk why are you letting her go down on you
1: right Exactly. You know,
0: like, then you maybe you're not so self aware. Yeah. Like, what, what's wrong with you, buddy? Yeah. I don't, I don't like anyone. Like, I don't even like when someone doesn't like, if I get like drunk and I'm like, hey, was I cool last night? If someone takes longer than seven seconds to get back at me, I hate them. You know, so right. it's like, you know, we, we should this guy all be, is kind like of,
1: not who you want to hang with. Yeah. No.
0: And we should all be kind of propping each other up when we're at our vulnerable times a little bit, right?
1: exactly because that's what you would want if you were in that situation and to be an asshole in that situation is to say that you don't that you're above ever having felt that way or ever having done anything like that
0: totally i'd be like let me go down on you and i'll puke on your vagina we'll be even (laughs) (laughs) there you go yeah like like i i don't know i this is a deal breaker for me if 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 ever someone were to make me the
1: reaction yeah
0: oh it's the reaction the if if a woman puked on my dick, that's not a deal breaker for me. Like, what yeah, if a guy puked it, when he was going down on you after this in this scenario?
1: I think I would get over it. Like, it would be fine. Especially if we were drinking. To, okay, if a guy like came, if a guy I was seeing came over drunk and like did that right away, I'd be like, okay, like this is a little annoying. If we were drinking together and Different like, story. do you know what I mean? If we've had a whole night together. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm like, this is on you.
0: Yeah well yeah It's that it, it, The context matters It, it is yeah. uh, Totally agree Like And plus yeah. if he
1: was apologetic And was trying to be like Flattering about it I would be It, it would be fine
0: <laughs> Yeah like He pukes He's like I swear it wasn't you I, You smell great Like just <laughs> Immediately Exactly What would you call this? Um, I called it Sprung a leak
1: Okay I like that <laughs> Spring a leak What I call- would you call it? i called it the self-deprecating dick
0: <laughs> ah i like that that it's good i maddie had some ideas uh drinking on the job small dick energy the gag lighter i like drinking lighter. on the job it's funny drinking on the job is good i, I this this dick ain't big enough to choke you <laughs> Oh, I'm self-aware. Just, yeah, like don't uh, like, patronize me. <laughs> yeah, the the self-aware, like you're you're almost so self-aware that it's insane.
1: It's funny. It reminds me of like you know like um, it'd be like if a guy came like immediately, and then he was like, "I'm sorry, you're just so hot," which I feel <laughs> like is a scenario that happens. <laughs> and then the girl being like, "I know, I'm not that hot." Yeah, like. <laughs>
0: nobody comes that quick with me. (laughs) Nobody's ever choked on this dick. I've Mm. never heard of a choke. It's like also to like, to kind of go back at him. If no one has ever choked on your dick, you, you would know, like, wouldn't you be like, like, I don't know. (laughs) He, he would have known that there was a puke from the alcohol, not the dick. Like, why is he even asking? What happened? You know, like, yeah, this guy sounds like he sucks. So yeah, at least you found out early. And you should tell the whole home to go to the Facebook page, the alumni Facebook page for your high school. Post this and episode. Post <laughs> this episode. Let them know. Uh, hey, everybody, alumni so and so has a a dick that you can't even choke on.
1: <laughs> Loser. <laughs>
0: So I was scrolling through my feed like I do, and I recently learned something. Did you know that most bedding is made with harsh chemicals like formaldehyde, synthetic pesticides, and toxic dyes? That made me totally rethink my bedding. Thankfully, one company is changing the standard for good. Bowl & Branch. Bowl & Branch makes the softest, most luxurious sheets without any toxins or harsh chemicals. I will tell you this. If you go watch my apartment tour, the sheets on my bed our bowl and branch. I put them on my bed immediately. I put them in the wash. Then I put them on my bed. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code UUP at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. Promo code UUP, exclusions apply, see site for details. We are sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Some of us go for a run, take a nap, read a book. com slash UUP. Let's do another email.
1: Okay, let's do it. Hey, Jared and Joanna. Love the podcast. Your honest advice helped me become so much more mature in my approach to dating during my late 20s and look forward to your insight on this topic. COVID-19 has obviously had a unique impact on the dating scene, but honestly, I've loved it in a weird way. I needed time away from spending every weekend at the bars and pulling back my social schedule has allowed me to be a better dog mom, drink less, eat more vegetables, begin teaching group fitness classes, sleep more, prioritize friendships, focus on my career, and overall feel better over the last year and a half. I've still been dating quite a bit over the last year, and if anything, um, have done a better job of finding people with similar values. I really enjoy meeting guys, trying new activities or restaurants together, sharing experiences, learning about their lives. Obviously, the physical stuff that goes into dating. But here's the thing. I also really like being single. I sleep better when I'm alone in my bed and can set my bedtime. I struggle with weeknight activities because I, because of how early I get up to teach fitness. I don't really text anyone constantly aside from sharing memes news articles. I prefer cooking at home and I like having some alone time with no commitments. I find myself more and more in the Samantha Jones, I love you, but I love me more mindset. I'm not quote unquote too busy to date. Um, And also don't assume I need to spend every waking hour with a partner, but I just always start to question my relationships and resent guys when my routine gets hijacked. I feel like I keep hitting this wall around the one to three month mark over and over and then end things or let them fizzle off. So here we are. Am I being too self-centered to date? How can I communicate with someone about my struggle with compromising my single person ways? And how or when will I know it's worth making certain sacrifices that I won't hold against them when I'm dating? Thanks in advance. Sincerely, the bed ain't big enough for both of us. (laughs) <laughs> um so Jared, I feel like I saw a little bit of you in this total email
0: I feel so what, a yeah. lot of bit of me I mean it's because I'm I mean I have a particular schedule but I'm also like trying to figure out I mean last week's podcast I kind of delved into this a little bit of like figuring out, my own schedule and how that kind of works into the dating world, relationship world, that type of thing. I feel them. I, I and you want to know where am I being? Where am, am I just an aloney You know, like am I, <laughs> am I just that type of person? I've had that kind of thought drift through my brain a couple times over the past couple months, especially of being like, maybe I'm just like that guy who's alone. You know, like.
1: Well, the last time you were single, before you got into a relationship, did you feel like it was very hard to transition into a relationship? That's the that? thing.
0: I, 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 That's kind of where I was kind of going where it's like, I think this person should just like none of the things that they like doing sound unreasonable to me. Right. Like, Yeah, they all sound
1: pretty nice.
0: Yeah, this sounds like a nice life that I would assume anyone would like to be a part of. And, you know, I think communicating that, again, communication is, like, what all these things come down to. But, like, you know, like, if I don't think, like, doing less of the things you like to do is how you get into a relationship. Right. And I
1: guess, like, when she's saying... she starts to resent the people that she's with because they like get in the way of this relationship. It's like, you don't have to resent them if you just tell them like, actually like I'm obsessed with my routine. I've gotten really into it in the pandemic. I love it. Like, do you want to come with me? Do you want to do like what I'm doing?
0: And if you don't, if you don't want to, if if saying "Do you want to come with me?" is like, ugh, I don't want them to come. Then there's your answer. <laughs> right. You know, like you don't like right. them then that much. Then you don't much. really
1: want it, or you don't really want it. If you're like, I like really want to do all of these. It's okay to like be in a phase of your life where you're like, I really love being alone. I love doing things alone. I don't want anyone there. And I think if you ask, like, and you said, like, if you ask yourself that question, if the thought of inviting someone to do these activities with you is like repulsive to you yeah and like yeah maybe you're not in a place where you're like going to enjoy being in a relationship or you're not
0: with the right person like i do also believe that like i i i think like there's a butt for every seat and someone is going to look at you doing your thing your samantha jones life you know whatever that is and be like wow that fits perfectly with my life you know like i like doing my alone thing and I don't want to go to your stupid fucking whatever. You know, like I, I think that's like a big part of it where you're like to me, like changing up will only make you resent the new people that you let into your life more. Like, okay, like I I, like I do think. Sorry, go on. The part that is very relatable to me about this and it's the part I'm like the advice I'm giving, but it's harder to take is, like, the total honesty factor of it. Like, mm-hmm. of, like, I I like you, but I don't want to do Tuesday with you. I like you, but I don't want to, like... But Friday, I'm doing my own thing. You know, right. like, and that's hard for me, I've noticed about myself, because I'm a people pleaser. Like, I like I like making people laugh. I like joking around. I like, you know, I, right. I notice that about but then myself. Then you wind around.
1: up resenting them, you're saying. Well, then, I, then I...
0: Exactly. I wind up trying to please so much that I put aside kind of my own needs and wants and things that I want to be doing. And then you get to a point where you go, this fucking person, you know, got in the right. way. I, I wouldn't have been here right now. I would've been doing something else. And it's like, so, and that's not that person's fault, you know, like that becomes my fault for not being like, Hey, I just Friday. I don't want to go out Saturday. I want to do my right. shows. You know, And then and- if
1: that if that's not cool with that person, then that's their choice, too. If they're yeah. kind of like, I want someone who wants to hang out every Friday. That's a totally, totally fine request as well. And I think it's important for this person and maybe you, too, to just like when you're thinking about a relationship, if, like, if it's kind of not the. If you have these feelings of like, I like I love being single, but I want to date. So I think it's important thing to ask yourself is like, what do I want? What do I what is appealing to me about dating? What is appealing to me about being in a relationship? Like which parts are the parts that I really want from this? Like, what is, yeah. what's the draw for me? Because, it, and that's another way to find out, like, should I be dating or should, like, if there is, if you can't really think of any reason that you might be just doing it just to do it. But if you're like, Oh, I want, I do want someone in my life consistently, but I, I still want my alone time, but I do. This is, but like, if you, I think like it's kind of like, if you know what parts of it you want, yeah. then you can more easily separate it from like the parts that you do want or figure out how it can fit into your life or what your ideal partner would look like.
0: But that's very difficult. You know, like that, like that is a, that's kind of the growing process of like, you know, when they say they get, they resent the people they're dating, you go, okay, you have to let that person know you've resented them. Like, that's kind of hard, <laughs> you know, like, you but, know, if you want to work saying, it out. But,
1: Right. But I'm saying, like, what does she even want out of dating in the the first place? I'm saying if she's kind of like, yeah, I would like I do all these activities. I really like them. I would like to do them with someone who's down to do them. Mm. Like then it's kind of like, okay, that's something she wants out of a relationship. Or if it's like, oh, I want to still do all these activities by myself, but I still want someone after these activities to be like around and do things with. It's kind of like, because everyone. I think we all assume that everyone wants the same kind of relationship. And that's just not the case. Like people are very happy in relationships, but that are come in all different shapes, sizes, and like activity levels.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, it's a good point. You're right. And the idea of like, you know, what are you letting people in on? What is your own thing is like, it's good to know.
1: Yeah. Cause that's when you, I feel like that's when you become the best, most confident dater, also, is when you know exactly what you want. Instead of, Because then you don't just take whatever is kind of like given to you and try to, like you said, people please, or like mold yourself into their lifestyle. If you're like very sure about what you want, I think yeah. it makes it easier to like find the person who's a match for you.
0: They also mentioned the the bed thing. How do you feel about the bed situation? Like they say, I sleep better when I'm alone in my bed. My first advice to them is get a king size bed. I was going to say I- that. That
1: was going to be my decision.
0: <laughs> the minute I went from king from queen to king is the biggest jump. And if you're in a queen size bed, I remember when I had a queen size bed, I was like, I don't like having sleepovers. I hate it. It's not fun. It's not comfortable. Mm -hmm. King size bed. I'm like, well, see you later. Have fun on that side. Like it it was totally totally a game changer.
1: King size bed is like having your own bed. That's right next to someone else's bed. It's like, um, yeah, it's, a. I agree. It's a total game changer. It's two twin size beds next to each other, essentially. Yeah. It's how you yeah. make a king size bed. And now I don't even, and if you get a good one, I don't even notice when Mike gets up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I, but I do understand like the routine and like waking up, but like,
1: I think it's routine. It's also like, how bad do you want it? If you don't really want it that bad, don't do it. Yeah. If you love your routines and being alone more than you'd love the idea of spending the holidays with someone, True. then like don't do it relationships aren't for everyone
0: yeah i i and also am i being too self-centered to date no like i don't think so how can i communicate with someone about my struggle with compromising my own single person ways like i don't think that's a conversation you have in a relationship it's not like Mm -hmm. oh i like doing my own thing it's like no, no no are you are we doing dinner on friday that, that's what the conversation's right. about. It's not about like, well, I, Friday nights, I do my knitting. You know, like, it's not like that.
1: Right. So that's our advice to her. <laughs> you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. That's LEE.com to shop spring looks now. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is
0: carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's ReBag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Let's play some games.
1: Let's do it.
0: Red flag deal breaker. We all know the rules. Uh, you ready? I'm ready. Hi, j and I had an interesting date last night and thought this would make for a good red flag deal breaker. I'll just get right to it. I had been talking to this guy on Tinder after, uh, and I've been talking to this guy on Tinder, and after a week or so, he asked me to dinner. After dinner, the waitress came and asked if we would like one or two bills. He said two. I have no problem with paying, but after he paid, he asked the waitress for the receipt. I joked and said, are you going to expense that? And he said, yes. He owns a company and says that he expenses all of his dates, which is crazy enough as it is. But to not even pay for his date or customer on this (laughs) quote-unquote business dinner made the whole thing feel extra cheap and was a deal breaker for me. He asked me to go back to his place after, which I declined. Like, seriously? Thanks for all you do. Love the pod. So happy I subscribed to the up with benefits. Thank you. So what do we think?
1: Um, that's funny. I feel like if she didn't know, I mean, I, for me, first, this was the first date she said. First date. First date. If someone's not even offering to pay for me, I think that it's a deal br- for typically. That's just me personally. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that that's like, should be a deal breaker for everyone. I think that would be it for me. The expensing thing I think would be like just a sign of like real self-centeredness. So if I found that out and I'm kind of like, if he couldn't figure out a way to do that without like, like secretly. Yeah. I think I'd be turned off and that would be a deal breaker.
0: The turnoff for me is the, is the weird elevation he's trying to do. It's like, you're too cheap to pay for the date, but I'm a business owner. I know how to do taxes. I'm going to expense it. Like you're trying to like show how smart you are. And that's the annoying part to me. Like, like, He could have just been like his
1: company. So he could have also expensed it for the both of you.
0: Well, that, that was her. That's her point, which is totally that, that too. But like, that doesn't even turn me off as much as like, like I'm, you know, are are you going to expense that? Yes. I own a company and I expense all my dates. Like as if you're the smartest guy in the room for doing this, like, like it's almost like a brag in the explanation of what you do. Do you know what I mean?
1: I agree. And if the fact, I mean, like, honestly, if he paid for both of us with that explanation, I would be a little annoyed still, but I'd get over it. But the fact that he only paid for himself, I feel like it's yes. like the nail in the coffin.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm with you a hundred percent. Like if he had been like, I'll pay, I'm expensing it. Don't worry. You'd be like, what? Right. <laughs> Thanks for taking the bloom off of this rose of a date. you know?
1: Right. Yeah. I'll remember that when I report you for tax evasion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's do another all right I J J and absolutely love the pot i listen every week i just started talking to this guy and everything was progressing along normally until i made the discovery that he didn't know who kim kardashian was i'm not talking about not knowing the latest kardashian general gossip or getting her confused with another member of the family because i understand both of those things i mean having no idea who this very famous person is at first i thought he was messing with me but we kept talking about it and he genuinely didn't know screenshots below red flag or Kill breaker.
0: So let's read the screenshots Because I think there's like Again How does Okay How does this come up You know Ready Okay I'll be him You ready
1: Okay Yeah How's NYC It's good I came to the Met for today And I'm hoping to find Kim Kardashian Still hiding out somewhere In her very creepy Out Outfit for Monday Monday was The Met Gala For anyone wondering
0: (laughs) And he writes Who (laughs) (laughs)
1: So then she sends a screenshot of Kim Kardashian at the Met Gala wearing her like really absurd outfit. And then he she writes, this was her on Monday at the Met Gala.
0: And then he sends a yawning emoji. That's a yawning emoji, right?
1: Yeah, that looks like a yawning emoji to me. I've never and used the, it because I'm not I've, an asshole.
0: Yeah, it's an asshole emoji. That is an ad. Yeah, that, that, yeah I'm with you. Um, and then he writes, so she's an actor. I say yawn because it's silly the things people do for attention Ugh. okay okay I...
1: it's Kim <laughs> and then it's, it's Kim Kardashian in the creepy black suit as I'm sure you know she's done a very intimate film but that's it so I wouldn't call her an actor laughing emoji four times I like
0: the emailer she's she's rolling with it he's being a dick and she's right. totally rolling she's giving
1: with it. him the benefit of like the doubt sort
0: of yeah i mean at this point he could google like he has google on his phone like well so he goes she did an (laughs) intimate film i guess i'll have to google her like you could have just done it right yeah
1: lol yes she did an intimate film which is the polite way of saying it so wait a second are you legitimately saying you don't know who kim kardashian is and then she sends a gif of kim kardashian like with money this person
0: Nope. Don't know who that is.
1: <laughs> okay. So. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't think the fact that he doesn't know who she is is a deal breaker so much as his, like, his, 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 like, pretentious, uptight attitude in this conversation is a deal breaker.
0: Totally agree. It's the pride of not knowing that bothers me. Right. Just because you don't know thing, It is this it's this weird reverse that people do where they go, not knowing makes me better than you.
1: The yawn emoji would be like a deal breaker for me, honestly, in like itself. Yeah. Fuck off
0: with a yawn emoji. Right.
1: Right. I can't even be bothered by Yeah, this was
0: her at the Monday at the Mech out. Like this person is, and the person who emailed their side of the text is like so fun, flirty, looking to talk, you know, like, and it's such a light conversation that he's making heavy. Like, you can't have fun with a woman who dressed in, like, literally looks like she can't see out of her outfit. You can't see the fun in that.
1: Right. I almost don't believe he doesn't know who she is.
0: I don't believe it at all.
1: That's. I don't I've believe. Never, I don't know anyone who doesn't know who she is.
0: I don't believe it. And and what makes me not believe it more is him saying, I think he's stuck with it. He he's just goes, who? And he's like going with it. Like, to, I think this is an elevation again. Like, I if I went downstairs in Vegas and pulled a hundred people, a hundred would know Kim Kardashian.
1: Totally. And if they did, right? Here's the thing: if you don't know them, fine. But be like, I am a terrible at pop culture. I sure. like for some reason I'm like the literally the worst with this kind of stuff. I actually don't know who that is. Don't make fun of me, please. Well, like
0: <laughs> yeah you need some hat in hand explanation also right. there's a huge difference between not knowing what kim kardashian became famous for and knowing her name at all
1: right i could totally know, understand not knowing why she became famous for that's totally, like no yeah
0: that that makes sense to me but to not know the name like who i could <laughs> who <laughs> like <sighs> I don't know. It's just he sounds like an asshole. Deal breaker. Game over. Yeah.
1: Deal breaker, not because he doesn't know, but because of no. the way he's presenting that he doesn't know.
0: Yeah, totally agree. All right, let's do one more. Okay. Hi, J&J. Red flag or deal breaker? You go on your first trip with a guy you've been seeing for a few months, and he takes three 45 minute showers every day of the trip and pokes fun at you, a woman for only taking one 10 minute shower every day of the trip. The group chat requested. I submit this to the pod after one of us had this experience. Smiley face.
1: Um, I'm okay with this. You're
0: okay with this.
1: Yeah. I mean, Mike takes very long showers, not three of them, but maybe on, on vacation. He likes, it's his like a special alone time.
0: Yeah, he's shitting, masturbating, and showering all in the same way. Whatever trip. he
1: wants to do. I don't yeah. ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> it, it,
0: <laughs> I mean, I would fear if I was uh, there, I'd be like, does this person having a good time with me if they needed like right. a minute to themselves? Like, maybe
1: in the beginning of dating, I could see like three 45 minute showers is a lot. Maybe like three 10 minute showers, fine. One 45 minute shower, also fine every
0: day three a day
1: yeah that's like uh what is that uh like two hours and 15 minutes
0: i haven't taken three this week it feels like he i mean to me i would i would if if someone left me for 45 minutes three times a day on a trip we're taking together for the first time i would go are you cool are we having a good time like
1: yeah on the first trip for sure you now know, I'd be like, you go do your thing. Oh,
0: totally. Different gonna... story. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Have fun in your, you know, shower masturbate shit fest. Yeah. Whatever but you
1: want to do in there, yeah. The
0: to me the first trip I would question if we're connecting.
1: Right. Yeah. Hit. I mean, that seems excessive.
0: Him making fun of you for doing the 10-minute shot, I get the, I guess that to him making fun of her it's actually like a good thing because that's him being like, No, I take forty five minute showers. Like you like it's weird that you don't. Like I can understand how that would be him just like like then he would have to take forty five minute showers the rest of his life three times a day with you. Like he'd have to keep I mean, this who up.
1: has time for that?
0: I, I don't the regular day. Maybe that's how you know, maybe that's for him he's like, This is my vacation. This is how I enjoy.
1: Yeah, Mike likes to take very long showers, and he sits in the shower. Not a bath. It's not a bath. He'll take a long. He'll take like a very long shower, and he'll just sit like with the water on. It almost seems like a little depressing. I'm like, yeah, like the saddest
0: part of a movie.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but he like loves it. Not a bad really? a shower where he's sitting in the shower. I think it's a very, very weird, but it's like his thing. He like so loves when, to do it.
0: When you guys get a home together, you got to really take into account how you're going to build the shower.
1: Yeah, he's very into a shower with like a bench or like a sitting yes. area. It's uh, it's very weird. I let it go. I, lo-
0: I love a shower <laughs> with a bench too, though. I, I'm, I, I understand it. And I have sat in a shower before with it like coming Which down was, to me
1: with the shower <laughs>
0: yeah I have um my parents I, in their house in Boca um they have a shower that is I I gotta have Mike over at the shower he's gonna check this out I mean
1: <laughs> I bet you're gonna invite uh my fiance over to, to take a shower at your to home take a
0: shower he's <laughs> just gonna see because they have this like rain you know the rain oh, one yeah
1: a nice a nice big-ass shower is like ultimate oh. luxury
0: I mean, it's this rain one, but then sometimes you can't control what the pressure is. Like, the pressure is what the pressure is. They have this rain one. The pressure, it it is like you're in a waterfall. Like, I, I think Mike would spend the whole day there. It wow. is so good. And I sit in that. Just... They're in Boca? Yeah. So Next time we're in Boca, next I tell time your you parents, guys get the shower ready. <laughs> <Get> the
1: sh- <laughs> Put out the towels. <laughs>
0: well, we'll be there. We solved dating again, Jordana.
1: We did it. I'm so proud of us. If
0: you're listening right now and you live in the New York City area, you obviously like this show. That means you should go get tickets to our live show December eighth. It's all happening. We're gonna be doing red flag deal breaker, dating app makeovers. We're answering questions. We got new games in store. Fuck boy or nah. It's all happening.
1: I'm pumped. We'll see you um, on Sunday and at our show on December 8th. Bye. You up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico editing by Sean Kilby social media by Madeline Paul guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at you up pod on Instagram and Twitter and send us your emails to you at betches.com. Batches.